Welcome to the Sports Psychology Podcast with Michael Seeley. The Tour de France is over. Sunday, July 24th, stage 21 of the Tour de France, finishing in Paris on the Champs-Élysées, 115 kilometers, the traditional promenade into Paris with the real race beginning with about 50 kilometers to go. This is a promenade into Paris with celebration, with champagne toasts on the bike, with photo opportunities, these kinds of things. The race is over. It's been so long, so arduous. These riders are ready to celebrate, and you can see that their pace was really, really slow. They were just taking it easy, and they sped up later, but they deserved it. They were riding and talking and just enjoying themselves. And the race actually started today with a fake breakaway. It was pretty funny. Uh, Vingago, Pogacar, and uh, Wout van Aert actually did a fake breakaway kind of right from the start. It looked real. <laughs> actually, they went pretty fast, and I don't know if the peloton knew it, but it was it was pretty funny, and they slowed down right away. Um, but that's the kind of hijinks that can happen on the final stage of the Tour. So this is pretty exciting. Jonas Vingago winning the Tour de France, the first Danish rider since 1996. Bjarne Ries won then. So this is pretty exciting for Denmark. You saw a lot of Danish flags there, a lot of fans. So let's cut to the chase. Everything was staying together, slow speed until 50 kilometers to go. That's when the racing officially starts. By now, they've made it to the Champs-Élysées. They do a seven-kilometer lap up and down the Champs-Élysées, around the Arc de Triomphe, and throughout downtown Paris there. Typically what happens is there's several breakaways, people who are trying to get away, get some final glory on this last stage of the Tour de France. These breakaways pretty much never make it. Occasionally they do, but the peloton can see them up and down the Champs-Élysées, so they're in sight, in mind. Nothing really gets away. But nevertheless, we had several breakaways. This is also a good chance for teams and riders who haven't really gotten any airtime on television to kind of get some airtime, get their jersey shown out there. Uh, so that was going on. We had a first breakaway starting with about 30 kilometers to go. Several others went on, but nothing got more than about 15 seconds off the front. So winning on the Champs-Élysées, winning the final stage of the Tour de France, is a big deal. It's one of the most prestigious stages, maybe even the most prestigious. It looks really good on film. You have Paris behind you in the photograph with your hands up. It's a really big deal, and the sprinters really go for it. This is when they gather their strength over all these days of racing, pull out all the stops, that last bit of energy, and they really try to go for it. So you had the sprinters today taking the stage very seriously, and they were getting ready for the final sprint. But before that, with about five and a half kilometers to go, I kind of predicted this Pogacar attacks. This guy cannot not attack. He just loves it. He's a very aggressive racer. He is built into his DNA, I think. So that was kind of cool to see. Kind of a fruitless attack, but he did it nonetheless with about five kilometers to go. So let's flash forward. Things are basically staying together. A couple of one or two man mini breaks are kind of going off the front. But basically, they take this final corner with about 700 meters to go. There weren't a lot of big lead out trains going on. The riders looked tired. So with about 500 meters to go, you see Dylan Gronewegen starting to ramp it up. And he goes kind of early at about maybe 400 meters to go and just starts crushing it. Like this guy has so much power. And you saw Jasper Philipson of the Alpacine team get on to Gronewegen's wheel. So there wasn't really an Alpacine train lead out. 
So Philipson is really good at finding the right wheel. He has a great intuitive sense of the right wheel to be on, the right position to be in. And if you can see like some overhead helicopter shots of the sprint, you just see how crafty Philipson is. He drafts Gronewegen and jumps really, really hard with, a, I think, about 250, 300 meters to go. And the kind of acceleration he gets, it's crazy. He gets up to 41 miles per hour. And he wins the sprint by about a couple of bike lengths ahead of everybody else, ahead of uh, Gronewegen. So that was really impressive to see this guy. This is a second stage win in this year's tour. Alpecin, of course, very, very happy. Philipson puts his bike over his head uh, at the finish. It's, it's pretty exciting to watch. So this is the final general classification of the 2022 Tour de France. Jonas Vingago wins. Tadej Pogacar second. Garant Thomas, third. David Gadou, fourth. Alexander Vlasov, fifth. Sixth place, Nairo Quintana. Seventh place, Romain Bardet. Eighth place, Luis Mendez. Ninth place, Alexei Lutsenko. Tenth place, Adam Yates. So that is the top ten. Hats off to these riders, all of them. If you can finish the Tour de France, you are an incredible, incredible athlete. Such an arduous race, just over the Alps, over the Pyrenees, um, day after day after day, the heat. Just a pretty epic Tour de France this year. And I also want to mention there's seven American riders, young, talented riders who just really shined in this year's Tour. You had Sepp Kuss, Brandon McNulty, Joe Dombrowski, uh, Nielsen Baulis, Matteo Jorgensen, Quinn Simmons, and Kevin Vermark. These guys just, you know, what I'd love to see is like an American uh, super team. I think it's possible. Like, make these guys an offer and get them on a big money American team. It would be kind of cool to see that again. It's been a while. And uh, so that's kind of my my hope. I don't know if that'll happen, but maybe if we start talking about this more, <laughs> it will happen. So yeah, overall, just a great, exciting tour. I've really enjoyed doing this podcast and hopefully... Folks have enjoyed it. I wanted to give you my top favorite memories of this year's tour. I'm just going to give you two of them. Um, the first one, really, I think this is my favorite of the entire tour. This is stage seven, Montade Bocaccia. Sprints past Jonas Vingago up a 24% grade. It's And it's on a dirt road. It's just amazing. And you see Pogacar's just his snap and his jump. It's it's unbelievable, and it's just like the two best guys duking it out. It was it was my favorite. Uh, the second is probably everyone's favorite, I think, on stage 18 when Pogacar slides out in this corner and Jonas Vingago waits for him. Like such sportsmanship and such um, camaraderie. It was just really cool to see. So what were your favorite memories of this year's tour? Leave a comment if you're watching this on YouTube. Leave a message if it's on Instagram. Just comment. Get involved. Tell me your favorite moments of this year's Tour de France. I'd love to hear about it. I'll finish off today's podcast by asking some cyclists here in Naples, Florida, where I live, at the Fit and Fuel Cafe next to Naples Cyclery. Great place post-ride. If you're ever in Naples, please visit Fit and Fuel Cafe and Naples Cyclery. I was there today watching the Tour de France live, and I asked some cyclists here in Naples what their favorite moments of the Tour de France were. So here you go. So we're here at the Fit and Fuel Cafe in Naples, Florida, and I'm interviewing 
local cyclists on their favorite moments in the Tour de France. I have Andres Bas here, also known as Rides to Eat. You can follow him on Instagram. He's going to tell us, Andres, what was your favorite moment in this year's tour? My favorite moment was stage 11, when all 44 million of us Colombians were rooting for Nairo Quintana again in the Alps, thinking that we were going to take the stage and maybe even a possible podium because he was killing it up until just Jonas Vingago decided to be a superhuman and do something that I have never seen in cycling and take the stage. Uh, still, he came in second, and that's probably why he's going to be in sixth place. That was my favorite moment. So up next here at the Fit and Fuel Cafe, I have Justin Boldy of the SoFlow Racing Team, and he goes by Mr. Watson on Instagram. Justin, what was your favorite moment of this year's tour? Um, honestly, my favorite moment of this tour, I've never been a big GC guy until last year, and it was really cool to see Jonas and Pagacha battle out last year, but seeing them this year with so much competition and just seeing Pagacha attack over and over again and covering Wild Van Aert's moves and really not backing down to the Jumbo Visma's uh, power squad that they have this year. I was pulling for him all, all tour long. Unfortunately, he's three and a half minutes down, and there's no coming back from that. But uh, we look forward to next year, and, and hopefully we have that same kind of competition next year. So next up here at the Fit and Fuel Cafe, we're talking with Angela Parada. You can follow her on Instagram at Francesca Bikes, and she's going to tell us her favorite moment of this year's Tour de France. So my favorite moment was watching the TT yesterday and watching it unfold and seeing when Wow finally saw the results and realized he won and just the emotion that came over his face. I mean, we've been watching him for the last several weeks and he's just been so steady with his convictions and, you know, has shown happiness, but it was nothing like the pure joy that we saw on his face yesterday. I love that. So next up here at the Fit and Fuel Cafe is Bill Quincy, local rider, and he's going to tell us his favorite moments of this year's Tour de France. My favorite moment was when uh, Roglic and Bindigo finally is isolated Pogaccia and just were for half an hour straight. We're going through towns, attacking, attacking. Pogaccia had to make a choice who he was going to follow and what he followed. And then he finally got cracked on that stage. But just that action was really un exciting, fun, and unusual and uh, aggressive. So that's my favorite moment. So next up here at the Fit and Fuel Cafe, we have Eric Olson. You can follow him on Instagram at Masters Blaster. And he's going to tell us his favorite moment of this year's Tour de France. Definitely my favorite moment is when descending fog slid out and Jonas was in front and, and could have potentially uh, put some more time in, into this, but ultimately slowed down and, and, and showed uh, respect and sportsmanship that... I think is what makes cycling unique uh, from other other sports. So next up, we have Marshall Evans here. Uh, Marshall has his favorite moment of this year's tour. For me, is watching the yellow jersey get attacked again and again and again with Pajikar had it, and then seeing the team rally around to counter those attacks. That was the best part about the tour for me. So next up here at the Fit and Fuel Cafe, we have local cyclist Kurt Shear, and he is going to tell us his favorite moment of this year's Tour de France. Uh, favorite moment, well, I would say, was the cobbles. It was just super impressive, especially the group, like the group that was behind the team cars with all the, you know, all the dust that was being kicked up, and those guys, like, just 
endured it. So it was just that was to me was really impressive to see. And next up here at the Fit and Fuel Cafe is Greg Pelican of Pelican's Pain Cave, and he's going to tell us his favorite moments of this year's Tour de France. For me, what stood out was when Pajakar is drilling it on a descent in the Pyrenees, and he actually almost causes uh, the leader to crash, and he the next turn Pajakar crashes, and then Vindegaard sits up and waits for him. And they shake hands. And I'm like, wow, you know, it's not all about killing each other. It's about sport and sportsmanship. That was the best for me. So next up here at the Fit and Fuel Cafe is Ryan Cool, local rider. And Ryan has his favorite moments of this year's Tour de France. Uh, two moments when Wout Van Aert broke off the front, went solo, kept everybody at bay, and, and one was, was really something special. And the other one was um, when Pagacha crashed and Vindigo waited for him and they kind of shook hands. I thought that was a really nice display of sportsmanship and uh, yeah, two special moments. So that concludes the 2022 Tour de France. Thank you so much for listening. It's been amazing doing this podcast. This podcast will continue on a weekly basis with analyses of sports psychology and all types of sports. If you're interested in being on my podcast, please send me a message. I'd love to hear from you, and we can talk all about sports and sports psychology. Thanks for listening.